this is Danielle Grouchek, founder of Canine Inspired Change. Welcome to the Canine Inspired Podcast, where we explore the connection between humans and dogs and give you tools to strengthen your bond with your dog and with your community so you can get out there and do good with your dog. Hey, everybody. This is Erin. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. This is a special episode. This Thursday, May 20th, is National Rescue Dog Day. And in, I guess, guess, celebration of the day, we have decided to share stories of of rescue dogs. So what you're about to hear are uh, submissions from some of our canine-inspired change therapy dog teams, a little bit about how humans came together with their rescue dogs, and then also the, the work that they've been doing together. So I hope you enjoy these stories. My name is Lauren and my dog's name is Piper. Piper is a Black Lab Golden Retriever mix. She's nine years old. And I first saw Piper on Pet Finder. It was her and her sibling. Their names were Mercedes and Ferrari. And I fell in love with her at first sight. She um, was described as the puppy who had the most energy out of the two. And when I first met Piper, I knew that she was going to be my longtime best friend. I rescued her and um, picked her up from the Hiawatha Humane Society back in January of 2012, one of the best days and memories to date for me. Um, Piper's best trait is that she loves me unconditionally. She's been with me through a lot of great times and hard times, and um, we found CIC, in May of 2019, she trained to be a CIC therapy dog, and we both look forward to the training sessions that we've done, especially going to the juvenile detention center in St. Paul on Saturday mornings. Piper is just a happy girl, and I always say she rescued me more than I rescued her, so... Hopefully Piper lives forever and we love CIC and can't wait to continue being a part of the amazing nonprofit that it is. Hi everyone, my name is Sarah Lewis and my dog Huckleberry and I just became a therapy team with Canine Inspired Change earlier this spring. Huck is an eight-year-old black lab hound mix who I adopted from Pet Project Rescue here in Minneapolis when he was a little over seven months old. His litter was originally found abandoned in Joplin, Missouri, the year the town was hit especially hard with tornadoes. PPR brought him up to Minnesota where I found him on PetFinder.com and instantly fell in love when I met him at his foster family's home. Huck's disposition is one of the best I've ever encountered in dogs. He is sweet beyond measure, his loyalty is endless, and he loves nothing more than to snuggle with you on the couch. He slept at the foot of my bed every night since I first brought him home. He's my go-to adventure pal. We love hiking in the woods, swimming at the lake, and he often even accompanies me to work during the day. 
due to COVID-19, we haven't had the opportunity to officially work a program with CIC yet, but we're very excited for our first event, working with a summer camp with them in July. I think the kids will really respond well to Huck as he just wants to love on everyone. He's calm, he's friendly, and he loves meeting new people, especially when there are yummy treats involved. Adopting Huck was my first adult experience with pet rescues, and I've been a firm advocate ever since. Here in Minnesota, we have so many great organizations that work tirelessly to save lives and create forever families. I cannot adequately express how much Huck has influenced and impacted my life. I get teary-eyed just thinking about him and how much he means to me. I would 100% recommend anyone who is interested in seeking a new family member to check out our local rescues. Huck adapted really well to living with me, and when I met my now husband, Jordan, he even got a new adopted brother, our yellow lab, Jackson. The two are now inseparable. We literally can't keep them apart, and our family just wouldn't be the same without them. I definitely believe that the special kind of love that only a dog can bring to you can change your life. I've seen it. I've experienced it. And I really can't wait to share that feeling with the participants in CIC's programs. Hi, my name is Carrie Solberg, and I have a seven-year-old rescue dog named Pippin. I've had Pippin for about five years now, and he is a miniature golden retriever with some border collie and something else in there. We think maybe chow because he's got some little black speckles on his tongue and the cutest little curly cute tail. So I've had Pippin for five years, and before he came to Minnesota in the spring of 2016, he was in Texas with a family there for the first couple years of his life. And the family had unfortunately had very significant damage to their house in the floods of the spring of 2016 in Houston. So they were going to have to live in a shelter for some time. And unfortunately, they had to surrender their two dogs. So Pippin, who had a different name at the time, and his sister made their way up to Minnesota and ended up at a rescue organization just west of Minneapolis. So a little bit about me in 2016, I was living and working here in Minnesota. I had moved back to Minnesota just a few years before that, after having spent many years out in Colorado. And what brought me back to Minnesota was in 2012, my oldest brother, Jason, had been um, unfortunately diagnosed with an extremely rare form of cancer called neuroendocrine cancer in his pancreas. So I had picked up and moved back to Minnesota so that I could be, of course, closer to my family and spend as much time with my family and Jason as possible, which I will never regret. It was a really good thing that I did that. Jason's health had been up and down over the course of many years, and he fought that cancer so hard and did so many things in those years that many people couldn't even imagine. He went heli skiing and he went to Europe and traveled all over and he continued working and it was just really an inspiration for anybody um, who had had any sort of an illness um, to show that he was able to continue living his life as he had always wanted to. But unfortunately, in May of 2016, Jason's health deteriorated. And on May 7th, 2016, Jason lost his battle to cancer and passed away at the age of 39, just a couple of months before his 40th birthday. 
So of course our family was beyond devastated and really at a loss for how to move forward and grasp the reality that we had lost a brother and a son to this terrible, extremely rare cancer. And so during that time, we, in, in the few short weeks after Jason had died, we decided that we were gonna go see one of his friends play in a band at a restaurant. And Jason, we found out, had gone to see this friend play many times and he would always show up unannounced. So we thought that we would go do the same thing just to honor Jason and to surprise his friend with an act that Jason always used to do. So I showed up, I showed up a little bit early and of course I saw that there was a Petco in uh, next door to the restaurant. So again, this was just about a month and a half after Jason died. And I couldn't resist going inside to the Petco to look at the puppies that were up for adoption. And I walked in and as we all know, I just immediately saw this adorable little golden dog in this cage with his big brown eyes just staring into my soul, as you know that they do with those beautiful eyes that they have. So he, I pet him for a little bit and I just thought, gosh, this, this dog is just, there's just something about this dog. I just, I've never seen a dog like this and I just feel something. Um, so I went next door to the restaurant and I told my sister-in-law that I had seen this adorable dog next door and the band started to play and we watched the band, but we did go back to the pet co to the adoption event next door. And we took Pippin out of his cage and it was just this instant, he just rubbed his nose up against my leg and just wanted to sniff and was so excited and so sweet and just rubbed his little head all over me. And I just thought, this is my dog. Um, this has to be my dog. I think this is the one and how crazy that this dog, in, in some way I find that this dog was brought to me with this event of being at this restaurant next door to honor my brother and that this dog was somehow going to be the dog that got me through this really terrible transition in my life and in my family's life. And what better way to find the perfect dog than at a, an event like this. So two days later, I brought Pippin home with me and five years later, he is still just the most, one of the most incredible things that's ever happened to me. And just a little bit more about the connection that Pip and I and I had from the start was after I brought him home, I of course was struggling with the loss of my brother. Just about a week after I brought Pippin home, I moved into a new place. And about a week after that, I started a new job. And unfortunately that job turned out to be a really difficult job for me to be at while I was going through this transition in my life. And I just kind of knew from the start that this job was not the right fit for me. But I was able to bring Pippin to work with me. It was a dog-friendly environment. And I told myself that I was going to stick this job out for a certain amount of time before I moved on to something else. And so being able to bring this incredible animal with me to work a couple days a week was just the most saving grace thing I could have ever asked for to just to have that companion with, with me there by my side at, at all times was really just the most emotional support I could have ever asked for. So I got through that job and I started another one after that, after some time off. And it was another dog friendly working environment, which was I'm so fortunate for. And Pippin would always love coming to work with me. And even though now I just work from home, he loves just curling up in his bed next to me. And he's really my little working companion. So again, I think to me, just this rescue dog came to me at a time in my life that was just so ironic and really helped me 
be able to give and receive that unconditional love and that care that dogs, especially rescue dogs, can can bring to someone's life. So how we got involved with Canine Inspired Change was back in 2014, after I had moved back to Minnesota, I decided to do yoga teacher training through Core Power Yoga, which is where I met Danielle. And Danielle and I got to know each other really well, and we spent a lot of time together, and we got through our teacher training together and just had this love of yoga and this love of dogs. And I learned so much about what she did for a living, and I just was always so amazed at everything that Danielle did with her organization and what these dogs can do and how they can transform these lives. So, of course, in 2014, I didn't have a dog, but told myself that if I ever did get one, that I would continue to support Danielle. So when I did get Pippin, we signed up and we did some dog therapy sessions with Canine Inspired Change, and we had a great time. And to this day, I continue to support Danielle however I can and try to get out to events and support her and um, just always make sure that I'm really acknowledging the importance and the awesomeness of what she does every day. So I hope to volunteer with Canine Inspired Change again sometime soon, but I really just wanted to share this story and I think my takeaway is just really the interconnectedness of things that happened in your life and the timing and the fact that this dog came to me at such a time that I had such a great loss and, and led me back to someone that I had met a couple years before who did so much work with dogs. It's just, again, this interconnectedness that I think is really special and really amazing and just shows the power of rescue dogs. All right, now wrapping up this episode, it's Erin again. I'm going to share the story of Wallace, my therapy dog, uh, and how we came together. Initially, I was all about getting a dog, and it it took a little bit of convincing for my husband. And the only way I could get him to agree to getting a dog was if it was going to be a hunting dog, because my my husband um, hunts upland birds. But neither one of us were really interested in getting a puppy. We just didn't, we didn't feel like we had the time or the patience at the time in our life. Um, So we both agreed on, on getting a rescue and we initially were looking at a breed specific rescue. Uh, We went through all the hoops. We, you know, filled out the applications. We did the home visit, all that good stuff. And I won't go into details about it, but it just didn't work out. And I was left kind of defeated and I just wanted to add a dog to our home. So I will never forget. It was a Friday in February. So this is back in 2014. It was in the middle of the day and I just decided to stop by the Humane Society in Golden Valley. Of course, no one just stops by. Um, That's what I did. And there were a lot of dogs and I just walked along the kennels and just kept thinking, I want to give one of you a home. That's all I want to do. So I called my husband and told him, well, you have to meet me at the Humane Society. When you're done with work, when we're both done with work today, we let's just meet here. So he did. And I just decided to kind of take it a step back, just kind of hang back and let him walk along the kennels because again, I just wanted a dog and I wanted him to make the decision. 
And he stopped at a specific kennel and said, well, what about this one? And when I was there earlier in the day, that dog had a hold tag on his kennel and, and now it no longer did. So, so later in the evening, it no longer had a hold tag. So I pulled a staff member aside and, and asked some questions and they said, well, we allow potential adopters to put a hold on a dog for up to 24 hours. Once that hold expires, then, you know, they're, they're up for adoption. Anybody can adopt them. So this dog was labeled as uh, an English setter mix. And my husband and I both knew English setters tend to be upland hunting birds or they hunting dogs, I should say. Um, so we, we took this dog who at the time was named buddy man. We took him into one of the, the visiting rooms and, uh, he was very fearful. He was very skinny and he just instantly leaned into my husband and my husband just said, well, I think this is the one. So we, we told the staff we were ready to adopt him. And they said, well, it's, it's a little late in the day. We're about to close. It's, we don't have enough time to process the adoption. So put a hold on him, come back tomorrow and we'll, we'll process the adoption. So we did that. When we came back the next day, we, we didn't come, we didn't go there right away when they opened. Um, but when we showed up, they said, good thing you put a hold on him because someone, um, came in with the attention, the, the intention of adopting him this morning when we opened. And then we found out there had been three holds on him prior to us coming in and all of them expired. So there was interest in him clearly. Um, but he had been at the Humane Society for, I want to say at least a month, maybe even longer. And he was a, um, a, a transfer from a shelter in Missouri. So we don't really know how long he was in the shelter. Um, but ultimately, uh, we, we brought him home and he became Wallace. And again, he was pretty fearful, pretty shy. He had a lot of stuff to work through. Um, and then turns out he's gun shy. So there goes the, uh, <laughs> the potential of being a gun dog or a, a hunting dog. Um, but he's just, he's such a special guy and knowing, you know, knowing that he had been at the shelter for a while and, and there were other folks that had put a hold on him. You know, a lot of people say, you know, he was waiting for you. Um, so again, he's so special and it's the work that we do at CIC. Um, we've seen that he has a job, you know, he shows up, he does his work with, with the kids and the young people that we work with and, um, watching him come out of his shell and build so much confidence, um, over, you know, the last, it's almost seven years now. It's, it's really incredible. So it's, um, to be able to share his love and, and kindness with others is, is just such a gift. So that, that's my special Wallace. Um, so again, thank you for tuning in to this special episode. I hope, um, it brought a little bit of joy to you to hear about some of our rescue dogs and hear about some of the work that we do at CIC. Um, so as we always sign off with, we see, I see you, you matter. And until next time, get out there and do good with your dog. <laughs>